ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, June 1st. Welcome into your daily drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to get your text in this hour. It's 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Coming up today on the program, we have got the mayor of the village of Barbersville, Chris Tatum. Normally, we don't get into politics on this show, but sometimes we do welcome in special dignitaries like Chris to talk about things that are happening across the region. And, of course, a couple of days ago, we found out that the Barbersville Soccer Complex and the Shawnee Sports Complex in Cabell and Canal Counties will play host to the USYS Eastern Regional Presidents Cup. West Virginia Soccer Association going to be the main host of the event in the state. So this is going to bring in a lot of money. Eight to $10 million. I've seen the numbers thrown around a little bit of what this will bring to the region. And this isn't the first time that it's come to the area. Previous years, 2019, 2021, and of course, most recently, 2022. So back in 2024, for another go, and we'll talk to Chris about what this means and why it's so successful here in the Mountain State and why it keeps coming back year after year after year. So he'll be with me on the program. But until then, we will open up the text line again. That's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. we got a lot of catch-up to do. Yesterday, we weren't with you because we had Pirates baseball. The Pirates beat the Giants 9-4. to The Bucks are off today, and they open up a home series tomorrow with the Cardinals. We'll have that here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So I'll tell you what we will have tonight. Miami taking on Denver. Game one of the NBA Finals coming up tonight, 830. So you can catch that again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I think the thing we got to talk about first is yesterday, and there's a lot of news coming out yesterday around Marshall Athletics, a lot of positive things. And then we get the word that the athletic department announcing that Jeff Small is no longer the track and field coach. So there's a search underway right now to find his replacement. And that one came as a little bit of a shock to me. Not much said in the in the press release about if this was a retirement or if the university and Coach Small were just parting ways. It, it wasn't specified what the case may be, but Coach served as the head and track and field coach since July of 1995. He was with the program in the Southern Conference, the Mid-American Conference, Conference USA, and most recently, Marshall's transition into the Sun Belt. So he'd been there almost 30 years. Men's track and field, back. That was a highlight for me. I'm sure that was a highlight for him. And, of course, had five individuals in the 2023 NCAA Outdoor Prelims, which were held in Florida this past weekend. Macy Mayjoy, she was not only the pole vault champion in the Sun Belt for outdoor, but indoor as well. And then, of course, Micah Eileen, she was the outdoor champion in the 400 hurdles, and she made it to the outdoor prelims as well. So I thought that the track and field program was doing all right. 
was doing all right. And hate to see a guy like Jeff Small go. So whatever the reason may be, and again, yeah, the, the press release didn't indicate if it was just – it was basically a, a change in leadership is basically where we're at right now. So either he stepped down or you know, there's a change in leadership and, and the university is parting ways with him. You know, nothing specific for me to report on there, but I will say this. Uh, I have always enjoyed my conversations with Coach Small. He was – he was fun to talk to. We didn't have him on much because I know he didn't like just doing the radio thing and getting on and, and talking. But when we did have him on, he was always gracious with his time and good to talk to. So I uh, hated hearing that yesterday, and hopefully uh, we'll see what direction that the uh, track and field program goes next. As I mentioned, there's a lot of good news that was coming out of the university uh, we'll start with what happened uh, most recently, and we'll work our way down as the hour progresses. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Sydney Smith. She's a senior at Marshall. She's been selected as one of the eight student-athletes to receive a 2023 Sunbelt Conference Postgraduate Scholarship. She is a four-year letter winner in women's cross-country and track and field. She graduated with a Bachelor of Science degree in Biology Sciences. She had a 4.0 GPA. She also completed minors in chemistry, psychology, and pre-professional healthcare studies, and she is set to pursue her MD at Marshall's Joan C. Edwards School of Medicine. So uh, that was some of the good news coming out today. I definitely wanted to make note of that, but we've got a lot to get into today. We'll talk soccer with Chris Tatum, the mayor of the village of Barbersville, in just a few minutes. Uh, we'll go over some of the other good news that's happening, uh, run down what we've got for you tonight, because again... We've got the NBA Finals starting tonight. Who do you think is going to win this? Is it going to be Miami game one winner or Denver? If any team can punch Denver in the mouth, it might be the Miami Heat. And here's the fun thing. Miami is basically the road warrior in this. Denver's been sitting, it was like, what, last Monday? We've been waiting since, what, last Monday? And here we are. We finally got this thing. It's happening tonight, and we've got it for you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So, when we continue, we're going to catch up with Chris Tatum, good friend of ours. He is the mayor of the village of Barbersville. Big event coming back to the region. Chris is a big part of that. We'll talk to him when we continue. Later on, we'll get your text in. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up, including the mayor of Barbersville, the village of Barbersville's very own Chris Tatum, when we continue on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday, June 1st edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is still a sports show, but we do want to welcome to the program one of the very few sports-ready mayors in the state of West Virginia. And he's also an accomplished play-by-play announcer. He is Chris Tatum. How's it, do- how's it going, man? It's been a while since we've done this on the show. How's it, how's it's, it going? It's been a minute, but it's going good. I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm actually a little ready for football now. <laughs> I'm ready for a break from other things. I'll just say that. You have free time now that your daughter has uh, graduated. You have free time. Yeah. I wouldn't say free time because there's still an election going on, but neither here nor there. I'm ready for a little I'm ready for a little downtime for sure. I understand that. So 
you don't stop. You mentioned you have an election going on. And in the middle of all of that, you're trying to be uh, the most sports-ready father and mayor the village of Barbersville has ever seen. And on top of that, <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not dropping shade on any mayor in the city, uh, state, and any mayor, but you're the most sports-ready of them all. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. It, it feels that way for sure. But uh, we spent a lot of time on the softball field and made it to the state finals and my daughter's team at Cabell Midland. So that was good, especially since we weren't supposed to be there. But, you know, more importantly, you know, I know what we're talking about today, and that's the President's Cup from, uh, that's coming back with USU soccer. Yeah, let's get into that. June 14th and 18th, 2024. It's going to be located across the state, Barbersville Soccer Complex and the Shawnee Sports Complex. So you've got Cabell and Kanawha counties working together with the West Virginia Soccer Association. Why is this event always coming back to the region? It's been in here 2019, 2021, 2022, and now again in 2024. What what makes this area so special for this event to want to keep coming back to the Mountain State? Well, it, it's because we roll the red carpet out. I mean, Barbersville has been doing this. This is actually the 16th time that we will have hosted President's Cup. And and then, of course, Shawnee coming online in 18, it was a natural partnership. And the reason it's so successful is because what, what the towns and cities, villages do to welcome these people. And Shawnee was a natural partnership because you're keeping people closer to the game site. There are places that they go play this tournament, and they're driving two hours away to a game site. Well, here, the furthest you're driving, because we have 16 soccer fields, and they have, have at eight, six or eight up there, you're driving a maximum of 45 minutes, so that gives them more time in the hotel to rest. That gives them more time with their team to, you know, team bonding stuff. That gives them more time for activities. And all these cities and towns and villages, they tailor activities around these people being in town. So the the better the experience, the the more likely they are to return. And 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 all these all these towns and, and cities and villages have done that. Economic development, economic boost, whatever you want to call it, estimated around 10 million dollars and. That's a lot of money coming into the tri-state. Not only is that in families showing up, spending their time in hotels, going to restaurants, shopping so much. Is there when you, when the event's not here, how noticeable is it when the event's not here? It's it's noticeable, not hurtful. It's noticeable but not hurtful. We love having them in town. And we understand that other cities need to bid on this tournament, and, and it needs to go other places. We want people to enjoy other places in, in, around the East Coast. But it's noticeable but not hurtful. Having said that, hotels are full from Clinton and to Grayson, Kentucky. They stayed in Chapmanville the last time they were here. So, you know, it, it, it is a, it's a distinct uh, uh, shot in the arm economically for all these business centers, hotels, restaurants, retail outlets, movie theaters, all the things that, that – we have for people to do it's an absolute shot in the arm and an absolute uh uptick on the monitor if you will now you have to rebid on this every every time you you know it comes around you just don't they just yeah. don't hand it to you nope are you privy to what other communities are trying to do to even compete and and get this event because as you mentioned it's here for so many reasons and it's always successful when it's here you know, what are you doing that other communities are trying to do and just can't match? You mentioned the soccer think, fields, of course, but I'm sure there's more. I th- well, I think we've evolved. You know, the youth sports tourism is a multi-billion-dollar industry, and we've been doing this since 2008 in Barbersville. And that's no slight on anyone else who hasn't been doing it. But we've evolved. We continue to improve our facilities. We continue to improve 
the accoutrements that go with those facilities, sound, lighting, bleacher seating, uh, things for their younger brothers and sisters to do while they're at that facility. So I think what, what we've done is we've evolved along with youth sports tourism, and those investments that we've made is what keeps people coming back. You envision this thing growing even further to a point where you know you have to spread it out even further. You know, maybe bring another partner in on this, or the way it's set up, it's a natural fit for just Barbersville and Shawnee and and you two. Uh, these two, given what it is right now, yeah, I think I think it works the way it is. But I'll I will say this: I, I was talking to several of our partners, Kanawha County Commission, Cabot County Commission, City of Huntington, City you know City of Milton, City you know uh, City of Canova, uh, City of Cerrito. I would love to see us all collectively bid on a national tournament. And if that means bringing some people into the fold from in, in the Grayson area, they're already staying in a hotel there anyway, so why not? So let's grow the thing. So you've got this corridor, and, and I know that Steve Williams and I fight over this line all the time, but a rising tide lifts all ships. And I'm okay with Grayson's ship getting lifted because mine's going to li- get lifted anyway. So what do you need to push to, to make that other than getting everybody on board? I, I keep hearing and I keep echoing this sentiment. You know, why do you need more hotel rooms? Why do you need ho- more hotel rooms? Well, here's an event that maybe will outline why you need more hotel rooms, and then you, you can build off of that. Yeah. Well, there's so many other things that you can try to attract after that. If you, if someone ha- and everyone's do- working towards indoor facilities now, so that means volleyball, basketball tournaments. Like I said, youth sports tourism is not just outdoor soccer, outdoor football. Outdoor baseball and softball, they have they have a, a number of those tournaments indoors, but you also look at the other things that are indoors with with a with something like volleyball and basketball. Uh, some of these some of these places are putting indoor softball and baseball fields so that they're year round type facilities. So you know it's 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 an evolving it's an evolving uh, piece of the pie. It's an evolving uh, revenue source, and I think the thing that we ask our community partners to do around us is let's don't saturate the market. But let's make it logistically right for all of us to get a piece of that pie. Chris Tatum's with us. He is the mayor of the village of Barbersville coming next year, June 14th and 18th. It's going to be the uh, USYS Eastern Regional President's Cup. And, of course, West Virginia Soccer Association is the host organization. It will be held at the Barbersville Soccer Complex, Shawnee Sports Complex. We'll be seeing all the families throughout the tri-state in Huntington, in Barbersville, in the Canal Valley, in Kentucky, in Ohio. We're going to be seeing all of these people who will be here shopping, eating. Organization for this just doesn't stop, does it? Uh, I mean, I know. No, um, no, never. Yeah, so I, I, I know on, with you. From yeah. Now on, we'll have we'll have weekly meetings from now on, uh, and that's a good thing because it just keeps everyone on their toes and saying, you know, we're keeping everybody apprised of what feedback we're getting from the organizations that are playing into this thing. So, you know, it, it's a it's a uh, multi-team uh, tournament, but you know, some of those regions might not get in that have been here before because of the win-loss record. I mean, it is like I said, they're playing in to get here, so. Uh, you know, we, we try to keep each other apprised of what's going on. We're, you know, okay, so what age groups are we going to keep in what area now to keep the experience better? And then where do we have these championship games? Where do we have these championship games versus the games that are that are specifically that tournament? I mean, it's all about making the experience better and keeping those people thinking, gosh, we had a great time when we were there. We hope the bid goes back to Barbersville and, and, and the Kanawha Valley. Chris Tatum's with us. He's the mayor of the village of Barbersville, and the event is coming next year, June 14th to 18th, to the Shawnee Sports Complex and the, the Barbersville Soccer Complex. So I know you got this to focus on, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna see if I can get something a little extra from you. What's next? 
You know, that's a great question. I mean, we've got a town full of people who want to know what's next, too. So we built, we started building the sports complex in phases. So I think the next step is, you know, what, what is the, what's the next step that attracts people? Is it indoor? Is it, is it a multitude of, of synthetic fields? I, I don't know. We're still studying that. And the great thing is, is the evolution of youth sports tourism is ongoing. And, you know, we keep looking at that. I've got great people in the CVB, great people in the Parks and Rec Department that keep us apprised of, you know, what the best plan of action is. But I promise you, we get past June the 6th, we'll, we'll, we'll announce something else cool, exciting, and, and will contribute to, to that environment. Okay, so um, that means, what, June the 7th, you're coming back on the show? Well, I'm going to be out of the country. I'm going to be out of the country on June 7th. Okay. So, so maybe around June 20th. June that? 20th. All right. It, we'll hold. Whatever it is, we will hold around June 20th right. to get you. Um, I'd ask where you're going, but I, I kind of want to keep your, um, your your privacy to yourself. But it, somewhere fun, I hope. I've notified the embassies. I'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> He's notified the embassies. Chris Tatum's with us. He is the mayor of the village of Barbersville. Big project coming up for soccer, which I'm sure uh, Marshall soccer coach Chris Grassy, I'm sure as well, Marshall women's soccer coach Michael Swan, all just salivating here at all the potential prospects they can they can identify for the future. Um, you're, you're everybody's friend when it comes to this event. You know, I talk to Coach Grossi regularly. We text regularly, and um, you know, it's such a great partnership for him. And and he, you know, he was one of the people who came came to our council meeting to say how important this project was. When we initially trying to get it off the ground to say, here's what you benefit from this, and here's what Marshall benefits. And the cool thing was, a year or so after we announced this project, Marshall Soccer wins their national championship, and and we're open already. And and of course, he's salivating. Men's and women's soccer both, and then you've got soccer programs around this area that are going, oh my gosh! So it's been it's been a good growth progress for us. It's been a, gro- a great project for us holistically. You know, we're we're also looking forward to what's next. Okay, we're going to find out here in about a week or so, possibly what's next from the mayor of Barbersville. I know you've got a few things you got to deal with first. I won't get too political, but I know you got to deal with that first, and and then. You can finally decompress just a little bit from being a yep. uh, a sports dad. That's I, right. I, I don't That's think right. that I don't think that ends for you. Being a sports dad doesn't end. No, I don't think so either. So uh, any um, I mean, any prospects here? College for your daughter? Where where she? You know what? Con- she decided. She decided she's going to concentrate on studies. She talked to a few smaller schools. She talked to a few uh, mid major schools, and and, and it, I think she's just ready to. Buckle down and, and move on to her next chapter too. Selfishly, I would have loved to see her play at the next level. But how can you how can you fault a kid when they come to you and say, you know what, I just I'm gonna have a job plus I'm gonna have a job being an athlete. I want to study and I want to do I do I want to do right by the money you're spending on me. So I need to move on. Okay, I was gonna say I, I know a coach. We'll play we'll play travel ball through the summer. Yeah. And we'll see what happens and, and you know, but but honestly I think and, and she's going to OU. It's better than going to it's better going two hours away than four hours away in north. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm not saying you're dropping shade on anybody, but um <laughs> well, I'll I mean, I'm dropping shade. I, I don't know why I don't know why you're you're dropping shade on Duquesne. I I don't get it. Oh, fair. All right, I like it. You like that? I just yeah, I, do. I just That's saved good. you. I just saved you in the state. Dropping shade on Duquesne. <laughs> That's a good. That's good. I like it. Chris Tatum's with me. We need to do this more. Um, 
Which, we do need which, to do this Which more team often. are you doing this year? Are you doing Huntington? you doing Barbersville? Uh, I mean, Cattle gonna, Midland, what are you gonna, doing? I'm not going to show my hand right now. I'm not going to show my hand what, right now. What are you doing? you doing Spring Valley? You just like you just decide, yeah. you just wake up and go, you know what? I haven't done I Spring Valley. I can't show my hand on that just yet. Okay. I'll be somewhere. I'll all, be somewhere. All right. I'm just trying to find out which uh, which team you're doing because, I mean, I feel like you get the pick of the litter here, man. You know, um, sure. yeah, you did Cabell Midland, you know. Do you, do you know since since way back, we'll go in the way back machine yes, to sir. the days of Russell Red Devils? Yep. Do you know how many years this is? This upcoming season, if I'm back on the radio this season, okay. well, when I'm back on the radio this season, you want to take a guess? 26 years. Twenty. It'll be it'll be year twenty seven. Okay, I was close. Yep, yep. It'll be year twenty seven. Year twenty seven. Yep. Because um, yep. I've been I've been doing this since professionally and starting at college since nineteen eighty nine, and you were yes, not sir. that far behind me. Nope, I was not. And you know what that makes us? Old. Old. Old, my friend. Old. Yes. Uh, you could also use the term veteran. That's uh, season. Seasoned, seasoned veterans. Seasoned veterans. <laughs> seasoned veterans. You know what that also makes me? What's that make you? Late to my next meeting. And I'm and, and listen, seriously, let's do this again soon. Yes, let's sir. Talk, let's talk more about this tournament as we get closer because it, it, it's going to be a big deal. And all these all these partnerships are coming together now that we know it's coming. So, yeah, let's do this again soon. Let's do it. Now, don't go Don't go being late for your next meeting. I don't want to hear my, <laughs> my name bad mouth in the meeting. Nope, never, my friend, never. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you. See you soon. Chris Tatum, mayor of the village of Barbersville, big event coming up. The West Virginia Soccer Association awarded the opportunity to host the USYS Eastern Regional President's Cup. Pretty big deal, June 14th, 18th, 2024. More coming up, including your text at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the June 1st edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It's also the first night of the NBA Finals. Game 1, Miami at Denver tonight, 830 is going to be tip-off. We've got that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also, all finals long on our sister station, and that's Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Have you gotten this one tonight? I'll take those uh, predictions now. Text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You got Miami or do you have Denver and which team do you like and how many games? Is this going four, five, six, or seven? I would be surprised if it goes four, to be honest with you. I would be absolutely surprised. But there is the potential. Miami taking on Denver. We've got it for you tonight right here at ESPN. 94.1 and AM 930. You think this is going to be a matchup that a lot of people watch? You think a lot of people will tune in because it's Miami and Denver? We haven't seen Denver we haven't seen Denver in a long, long time. We gotta go back to um, we gotta go back to the ABA days. Miami, of course, has been there before, so it's not as if it's a new experience for Miami. From our text line, someone already uh, took me up on my uh, prediction offer. Texter says they're gonna go with the Nuggets in six. That could happen. Denver has got the advantage when it comes to the travel. Miami had to go to Denver for this 
tip off the first one. Of course, does that I know it's Denver. You know, we're talking about Denver. So I know altitude is a thing, but are we really saying that plays that much of a factor in this one? Or will the Heat just do what the Heat do? I mean, I think the Heat have punched everyone in the mouth so far. There was a moment there where Boston maybe gave them a scare, taking that series to seven, but Boston wasn't able to finish the deal, so Miami has got to be feeling pretty good. And, you know, if you're Denver right now, you're feeling really good that Miami had to go seven. So Nuggets and six sound fair. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Staying with basketball, and I know there was some angst around the office. When I mean angst around the office, I'm referring to our very own Bill Cornwell. You don't know Bill. He's been our news director for a multitude of years. He's over on our sister station, The Morning Show, on 93.7 The Dog. He's the company part of Big John and Company. He's the company part. And Bill leaves me notes every morning, sort of, hey, here's what I talked about today. Okay. So big news is the note I got for Oscar Shibway. Big news for Kentucky basketball. As Shibway announced that he will keep his name in the NBA draft and not return to UK for another season. Antonio Reeves has reportedly pulled his name from the NBA draft but hasn't committed to returning to Kentucky. So that's the note I got from Bill today. I don't know how he's feeling right now. I haven't talked to him. He wasn't here when I got here this morning. So I need to check on him, see if he's going to be okay. See if – check on your U.K. fan friend today. Check in and see if, with, if, if they're there. See if they're okay. Now, when you have such a, a talented player like Shibwe leaving and you're Kentucky, do you really sweat that? If any program should be able to work the transfer portal, shouldn't it be Kentucky? Seriously, shouldn't it be Kentucky? If you can work the transfer portal – should be Kentucky. Let's go back to our text line. More NBA talk coming from there. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. All right. An opposing view. Texer says that the Heat win the series outright. Nuggets don't win a single game. Okay, we're going to revisit this tomorrow. If the Heat don't win game one, we'll revisit that tomorrow. So already I've got Nuggets in six and Heat in four. Where do you stand? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And more importantly, are you even interested? I'm curious about that. Are you interested in the finals? Would you be more interested if it would have been Lakers-Celtics maybe? Would you have been more interested if it would have been Lakers-Heat? Would you have been more interested if it had been Denver and Boston? Is there a different combination you would have been more interested in watching instead of Nuggets Heat? Does that do it for you? I'm not going to lie. I wanted Lakers versus Celtics. I wanted Lakers versus Celtics because that was drilled in my head as a child. That was the series. Lakers versus Celtics. I even owned the video game. I owned the video game. and You did that that move on your controller and you couldn't stop uh, Kareem. It was like this fancy maneuver. If you hit it right on the controller – he would just go right in. You couldn't stop him. That's what I wanted. I want to go back to that. But, no, we've got Miami and Denver. So, what do you think? Nuggets win this in how many games? Or will the Heat win this in how many games? 
304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll get your predictions in as we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I love this text I got during the break. I'm going to have to put some thought into this. Let me give it to you. Texter wrote in and said, what are your thoughts on emphasizing your team losing to the team that goes on to become champion? Do you think it makes your season any better? Your being any team that has lost in the playoffs to either the Heat or the Nuggets. I don't think it makes your season better. I think if you had a good season, you should celebrate that. You can, show, you can celebrate the accomplishments of your season and still feel really bad. But I don't like the, in that context, trying to make myself feel better because my team lost to the eventual champion. I don't think that is like a salve. Now, if I was going to illustrate something and say, look, my team was competitive and lost to the eventual champion – I could feel good about that. Like, okay, we didn't win it, but we played well, so maybe we can get better and get right back to it and maybe be that team next year. So I can take that from it, but I'm not going to go around and say, hey, yeah, you know, we lost to the eventual champions. If it wasn't for the eventual champions winning, we would – no, absolutely not. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not taking that. I'll throw it in like this. The Bengals lost to the Chiefs. You think that makes me feel better? No, absolutely not. Now, am I am I proud of what the team did and accomplished, and, and do I celebrate that? Absolutely. Completely, absolutely. Do I feel like I can wear that with some pride? Hey, you know, if it wasn't for the Chiefs, wasn't for the Chiefs, the Bengals, but right there. No, completely no. I can't do that. I can... I can live in a world where it might sound a little that I'm waffling, but I think you can celebrate success at the same time. I wouldn't wear that as a as a badge. I wouldn't celebrate that. Oh, yeah. Hey, my team, my team, the Lakers, Lakers lost to the Nuggets. They won the championship. So what's that say about the Lakers? That says the Lakers lost. Now, were there some bright spots there? Oh, absolutely. Lakers lost. Like everybody else that lost to the eventual champion. So I don't think you can really use that too much. Honestly, I think sometimes fans try to rationalize things a little too much. I mean, take the loss. Take the loss. Hope you enjoyed your season. I thoroughly enjoyed watching hockey this year. My team lost, not in the Stanley Cup. The team, my team lost to, lost in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I can't even do that. But... In the NBA, I'm not taking that at all. That's not like a that's not like a victory for me. Oh yeah, so I like that. That's an interesting question. And again, if you just joined us, the question was, what are my thoughts on your team? Emphasizing your here losing to the team that goes on to become champion. Do you think it makes your season any better? Your being any team that has lost in the playoffs to either the Heat or the Nuggets. I don't think you can. 
I don't think you can use that anywhere. I don't think you use that in college. I don't think you can use that in football. I don't think you can use that in baseball. I don't think you can use that. I mean, you want to feel good about, hey, our team was very, very competitive. There are some bright spots to take away from it. I can feel good that, okay, you know what? Our team played well against the eventual champs. I can take that. But I don't think it makes the season any better because ultimately the one thing you want is the championship. I think if you had a good season, one series isn't going to elevate it. And if you had a good season, one season that, you know, was extraordinary, one series isn't going to completely throw it away. Unless you're the Boston Bruins. And then absolutely, I hope completely, President's Cup winners there. Absolutely. I'll throw shade on that one. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We get good stuff from our text line. I appreciate that. You can also find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. I do read everything. I appreciate all the good stuff you guys send in. So a couple things we got to get into. I try to make sure that uh, we bring this stuff up as much as I possibly can just to celebrate some of these student-athletes. First up, some things we didn't get a chance to get into. Katie Potter, she's a Marshall golfer. She was victorious in the Michigan Women's Mid-Amateur Golf Tournament. She finished really strong, going one under in her final nine holes, secured herself a two-stroke victory. She was very consistent, so congratulations to her. Then in the West Virginia Amateur, Marshall Junior Golfer Ryan Bilby, very good week. He secured third place. He was consistent. He had a really good showing he was the only player in the field to achieve three or four rounds under par he maintained a one underscore in each of the tournament's last three rounds so congratulations to him then i've got to mention marshall university's autumn owen she was named to the ncaa division one third team by the national fast pitch coaches association she has been outstanding Not only has she been really good at her position, she's a junior catcher. If you're not that familiar with Autumn, get familiar with her. And she's the 2023 Sunbelt Conference Triple Crown winner. She becomes the fifth All-American in Marshall softball history. A prestigious group. Maya Stevenson's on that list. Jordan Dixon and Morgan Zirkel on that list. Rachel Folden on that list. Folden's single-season RBI record of 60 surpassed by Owen in 2023. So, good season for her. But let's do let's do point out Folden achieved all-American status in every season from 2005 to 2008. Just to just to remember how good Rachel Folden was, but Autumn Owen has been fantastic in what she's been able to do. And pending hopefully I don't think it's going to change, but we have got it scheduled for tomorrow. I want to thank folks at Marshall for uh, for doing this so quickly. Uh, we're going to get Autumn Owen on with us tomorrow at 5.15. So again, I do appreciate everyone over at Marshall for taking care of me. We're going to get her on the show tomorrow so we can talk about her successes. And uh, I look forward to having a conversation with her. So again, she makes the NCAA Division One third team National Fast Pitch Coaches Association. That's a pretty big deal for her. That's a pretty big deal for Marshall softball. So there are a few things that we had to get in busy, busy 
day yesterday with baseball. We couldn't get on the show and do all this. So, unfortunately, uh, we had to push it back a, a day or two. Um, and I think really with the, with the news that Jeff Small is no longer the track and field coach at Marshall University, some of this stuff maybe got overshadowed just a little bit because that's a big deal. Anytime there's a coaching change, that's a big deal. And unfortunately, it really wasn't spelled out if Jeff was let go or if Jeff stepped down, but it's always tough to lose a coach, right? There's always going to be someone who doesn't like a coaching change. There's never been a universally beloved coaching change. If there has been, I might have missed it because I think there's always someone who is in, in agreement, hey, that perfect, yeah, that needed to happen. And there's always someone who's going to say, what are you thinking? That's a bad move here. That's a bad move. Why are you doing that? And, of course, we're not privy to the conversations. We're not privy to anything that happened behind closed doors. But that one came as a shock to the system yesterday, and that's just a, a tribute to you know, how beloved Jeff Small was. He was there for 28 years. The guy was there, I thought, was going to be there forever. Completely thought that I might retire and Jeff Small might still be there, coaching track. So I hope he uh, hope he lands on his feet. But uh, I thought he had a good run this year, honestly. I mean, he can take that. He can take that with him. I thought they had a good run, especially on the women's side, especially with Macy Mayjoy. She was absolute blast to talk to, winning the indoor and the outdoor pole vault. I was hoping that she could make it to the, um, the NCAA Finals. Uh, she came close, so unfortunately wasn't able to do it. Micah Eileen, I was really rooting for her as well, and everyone that was uh, in a position to try to get out of the NCAA outdoor prelim. So I thought that that was um, a good season for Marshall track and field. So uh, my, uh, my hat's off to Coach Small. Hopefully he's going to bounce back and rebound somewhere and uh, we'll see where the track and field program goes from here. So uh, we'll have something to talk about definitely as this progresses. And uh, there's a, a search underway now. So I don't think this will linger too long. This might um, – I'm not going to say it happens tomorrow, but I don't think this is going to linger too long. It's not going to be something that's going to be drawn out over months. I wouldn't think anyway. But uh, I do want to, uh, again, uh, congratulate Coach Small for, uh, I thought, a very honorable – career at Marshall University. So we will get your text in tomorrow. We'll be back with you. 506 text line. Keep it programmed in your phone so you always have a quick way to shoot me a message. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Now you can also find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. You can message me there. Also, you can find me on Facebook. We have a page. It's called The Drive with Paul Swan. Looking forward to interacting with you there. So you can always find new content there or on Twitter. So if you're on social media, if you're on Twitter or if you're on Facebook, I would appreciate you giving us a follow and being a part of what we do here daily on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And with that said, that's going to do it for today's show. Tomorrow on the program. I'm excited to bring back one of the greats of Marshall softball, and her career is not even over yet. Autumn Owen will be with us tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to talking to her. And again, I uh, appreciate everyone at Marshall uh, making this happen uh, quickly so we can do this on Friday. So tomorrow it's going to be Autumn Owen. We'll talk to her about her accomplishments, and I'm looking forward to that. 
And we'll hear from you tomorrow as well. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. And, of course, you can always be a subscriber, follower, whatever the language is. Wherever you get your podcast is where you'll find today's edition of The Drive. Once again, I want to thank our guest, Barbersville Mayor Chris Tatum, for talking soccer with us today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, have a great night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.